This is the result of your words, day 85. Not that many stories, but I'm sure I'll manage to make this a long video anyway. We start with this opinion article from the Jerusalem Post. A student at the new school details all of the Judenhass incidents he's personally experienced. Some are far more egregious than others, but there's a lot. In Indianapolis, there was a protest both for a ceasefire and against the Judenhass bill. I can't tell if this took place today or not. It wouldn't really make sense to be today since it's Saturday and lawmakers aren't there. Also, it was International Shoah Day of Remembrance. But their worry with the new Judenhass bill is the same worry as with the one in Florida. College students losing their scholarships and financial aid. Though one of the Republican bill sponsors insists that it does not stifle free speech. A tube driver led a chant of Free Palestine back in October. He has since apologized, but Jewish groups want him fired. There are many chants that I have heard at pro-Palestinian rallies that I'd agree, but that's not one of them. In Srebrenica in Bosnia-Herzegovina, there was a Muslim-Jewish peace initiative created. This is huge, and we need to celebrate these so there are more. In Fredericton, in New Brunswick, Canada, at a synagogue, the windows were shattered. And there is evidence that it was pre-planned to coincide with International Shoah Remembrance Day. Florida Jewish leaders in Palm Beach are pushing local officials to approve building a Shoah museum. The property is either going to be a Shoah museum or a restaurant. If this is something you feel strongly about and you live in Palm Beach, please contact your city council member. We have enough restaurants. This is really needed. At a Brooklyn public school, elementary school teachers are using woke kindergarten material. While I'm sure I agree with a lot of their content, their Palestine stuff, not so much. It's teaching third graders that Israel is a made-up place. Congratulations, that's literally the definition of country borders. And that Zionists are evil. There isn't one point of view. As I always say, empathy is not a finite resource. But a class like this teaches that it is, and young enough that it's going to take a long time to unlearn. The National Secular Society in the UK posted about the Shoah Remembrance Day. Their first tweet included Jews. Then someone out of fear for backlash removed that. It has since been put back up, but the fact that someone thought they'd get backlash over acknowledging that the Shoah was about Jews is scary. There are calls for inquiry into BBC's failure to investigate complaints of anti-Israel bias, which have frequently slipped into Utenhaus. Somerville City Council is the first in Massachusetts to call for a ceasefire. It doesn't call for Bibi and Hamas to leave power, but it pretty much does everything else. This weekend is Open Mask in British Columbia. To combat Islamophobia and ignorance, people who aren't Muslim are invited to go into the mosques and see what they're about. The UN chief had an actual pretty wonderful statement for Shoah Remembrance Day, but he clipped out all the wonderful parts for social media. So many people assumed he didn't acknowledge Jews at all. And he got taken to task for it, even though he did. People just didn't do their research. Citizen Times in Asheville, North Carolina, posted a full-page ad that was full of Judenhass. Like, old-school Judenhass stereotypes. The person who paid for the ad said it was not directed at Jews, but rather Christians who support Israel. Doesn't really matter. The language was not great. 
And the Times has now apologized for putting the ad out in the first place. At Barnard, students protested against the Institute for Israel and Jewish Studies speaker event. They seem to be arguing that if this is allowed, then pro-Palestinian speakers need to be allowed too, which is, in my opinion, really reasonable. There was one chant that was Judenhaas, but otherwise it seemed like a pretty peaceful protest. This opinion piece details why banning Hizbut Tahrir is a bad idea, explaining that it is a nonviolent organization. That said, what they said about October 7th is significantly not great, but I do think the piece is worth a read. In UP in India, the police unalived a 23-year-old Muslim man because they insisted that he stole. The family says that there was no stealing of any kind. It was just cold-blooded. I think even if there was stealing involved, that still classifies. And finally, there is a video going around saying that a Gaza woman prefers Jews to Hamas. Incorrect subtitles were intentionally placed on a video. She does talk about Jews, not Israel or the IDF, which is a problem. But she doesn't say any of what the subtitles say she does. And those are today's stories. As usual, I proceeded to make an extremely long video. To all of us in need of healing, and may the memories of those who have been lost and those who will be lost be a blessing and a revolution for peace, freedom, and safety for all. Shortcast Club.